everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kids 5 San Antonio. I'm glad to have you back, and thank you again for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. What are we talking about today? Well, you know, this these couple Spurs legends, Mono Ginobili and Becky Hammond, now they got something called up to something called the Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, in case you didn't know, uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame announced that they are candidates to be enshrined part of the class of 2022 we'll be discussing that uh their path why they earned it and so much more and then we'll be looking at tonight's game spurs lakers to do that i'm joined by i guess i should say a, a los hall of famer james <laughs> pledger with san antonio sports star the longest espn sa slash sports star guest we've had here on los james welcome back to lockdown spurs <laughs> thank you i uh i am humbly honored <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I know we we said this before. Carl Shoney's been on before, but that was before he joined you guys. Technically, you are the first, though. And uh, I, I don't know. Mike's been uh, pushing hard lately, but I also believe not only am I probably longest tenured, but uh, most appearances probably yep. as well. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have most appearances, and uh, we share popcorn. By the way, in case you're listening, yeah. honest. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to WWE Sports Star halftime uh, the last couple of days, but I, I mean, keep forgetting. You, you guys keep on getting preempted by the Bulls, and I keep forgetting that. I'm thinking, ah, oh, you're good till for a couple hours. I uh, go in the last segment, and the next <laughs> thing I know, I tune in. I hear James, well, we're done early, or Jimenez saying, we're done early, or we got to go. I'm like, darn it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you still beaming about uh, No Way Home? Yeah, I mean, I was I was seen it three times now, so it's by far and away I helped add to the huge opening weekend it got for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. James definitely pumped in those bucks, the Marvel's way and Sony's way as well. All right, James, let's dive into this. By the way, before we continue, follow James on Twitter at I am Pledger and check him out on SA Sports Star. He's the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover, and pretty much just the co-host slash host of every freaking show that, even to the meta. I forget, you are actually the co-host of the meta as well with uh, Katie over there. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Uh, in case you don't know, that is a new show on the Sports Star Meta, uh, hosted by Katie Barber. She gives you all the nerd stuff, and I wish... James, I wish I was on her show more so than yours, by the way, because that's the stuff we love to talk about is all that nerd stuff. <laughs> and you have been, by the way. <laughs> yes, I have been. Yeah. And uh, I, I gave her, by the way, she she made me promise her that if the Spurs were to ever join the 2K League, that uh, I give her the scoop. So I'm on the hook, James. So the minute I, I get the scoop. I feel you. <laughs> I hear you. All right. Let's dive into it here. In case you were living under a rock. Um the Basketball Hall of Fame has announced the nominees slash candidates for enshrinement, part of class of 2022. And to nobody's shocker, on the first time nominee is Spurs legend Manu Ginobili and multiple nominee. Yes, this is not the first time around for Becky Hammond. She's also among the candidates uh, to be enshrined at the Naismith Hall of Fame. I, I mean, to start off with Manu Ginobili, I mean, that is just a no brainer. I mean, it is the Basketball Hall of Fame, not the Spurs Hall of Fame, James. 
Yeah, I mean, you got to consider his worldwide accomplishments, what he did not only playing over in Europe, but also for Argentina. And he is by far a Hall of Famer when you put all of it together. And it's tough to look at this list and see of all the first-timers, whether it's uh, – Tom Chambers, Chauncey Billups, mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway, Sean yeah. Marion. Like, I don't see any of them stealing a spot away from over and above Manu yeah. Ginobili. They're all behind him. So Absolutely. it feels like a easy, easy selection to assume that mm-hmm. Manu Ginobili will be, as one of the first-time candidates, inducted mm-hmm. into the basketball hall of fame. Absolutely. And, you know, let's rewind the clock a bit. When Mono Ginobili retired uh, several years ago, there were some out there, some, you know, talking heads in the sports world saying that Mono Ginobili should not make the hall of fame because he was a six man. He came off the bench for most of his career. I thought that was laughable. Uh, James. I'm sorry. Is that not, part of the game of basketball is being one of the best at doing that, not make you part of basketball history. And like uh, the Spurs have told us about being a sixth man, just because you start coming off the bench doesn't mean your minutes differ from that of a starter or may not be greater than, and also who's in during winning time and how crucial were you to the team's success. Manu Ginobili mm-hmm. checks all of those boxes. Yeah, and and again, you know, I, I get it. This is uh, America, you know, and, and and Americans will America, and they'll forget about what he did overseas. We we talked about it just a few minutes ago, but to get into detail I mean, about it, I mean, thing. you can take away the things he did overseas. It's irrelevant, Mike. I think he's a Hall of Famer based solely on what he's done yeah. in the NBA. Absolutely. He doesn't need the um, stuff, but he has it, so that makes him mm-hmm. even more of a slam dunk. He led Team Argentina to defeat Team USA, the mighty Team USA, the first team to do it in 2004 out of Indiana. Uh, he racked up not just that gold medal, but several other just medals, bronze, silver, gold with Team USA. He was part, and he ushered in that wave in Argentinian players. Uh, Fabrizio Alberto is one, uh, Luis Scola, uh, Andres Nocioni. The list goes on and on and on. So it's not just simply what he did on the court, X's and O's and the accolades. It's what he represented, that there were solid basketball players, you know, that could be found in Argentina, James. Yeah, I mean, he kind of opened up the door for Luis Scola, you know. Um, yeah. Drafted by the Spurs, by the way. The team made their way over uh, with Scola and Ginobili. And, I I mean, he he proved that there was more to basketball than, A, Americans, and, B, Mm -hmm. uh, Americans slash European Germans. Like, uh, those were kind of what you looked for in a player, whether it was Drazen Petrovic or mm-hmm. Detlef Shrimp, like everybody came from that part of Europe. People never looked south really 
for international mm-hmm. talent before right. Ginobili became the player that he was. And now it has extended down into South America, Argentina, mm-hmm. uh, Mexico, even like the, he has changed the way that people scout basketball. He started his uh, career in 1995 overseas with uh, Andino. And obviously ended it with uh, the Spurs in 2018 when he announced his retirement from basketball. Four-time NBA champ, two-time NBA All-Star, two-time All-NBA third team, the 2008 Sixth Man of the Year. Need I go on? Yes, I should because he is Mono Ginobili. Uh, All-Rookie second team in 2003. Okay, and that's just his NBA accolades. Now let's go into the Euro overseas, just the international game. A EuroLeague champion in 2001, the EuroLeague Finals MVP in 2001, two-time EuroLeague Finals top scorer, Italian mm-hmm. League champ. I mean, I mean, two-time Italian Cup winner. Uh, I mean, what more? And, and, I, and I just scoff uh, back then when uh, many thought, well, some not and many, but some thought that he should not. Have been. Olympic gold medalist. Yes, yes. I mean, he definitely deserves his honor. I, I, it's got to be a slam dunk that he gets in. I, I mean, I will be shocked if uh, he's not uh, nominated for enshrinement um, when uh, they do announce the Basketball Hall of Fame announced later on uh, this uh, year. Uh, we're talking with James Pledgeure. He is with San Antonio Sports Star. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at I Am Pledgeure. We're talking about Manu Ginobili and Becky Hammond uh, announced as nominees for enshrinement to the Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2022. Uh, if we look at Manu's career, I got to ask you, uh, once he made his way to the NBA and, you know, got his feet wet, could he have been the man on another team? First fans, you've been hearing me tell you about price picks for months. Have you signed up yet? If you haven't, now is the perfect time. For limited time, price picks has an exclusive no-brainer of an offer for all our users. Users get $50 for free if a player in your first price pick entry scores a single point. But you must use code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to locked on fans only who use code NBA. Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, etc. You pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on an entry, and it's just you versus the projected number. Price Picks also allows mixed sports entries. You can take the over on Embiid combined with the under on Rodgers in the same entry. Use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Price Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Go to PricePicks.com right now, or go to your app store and download the app. All users that deposit and use our code NBA will get a free fifty dollars if your first price pick entry scores a single point. That's right. All users that deposit and use the promo code NBA get fifty bucks free if your first price pick entry scores a single point. Price Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. You listen to podcasts for the power of knowledge. You switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to all the latest episodes. With the power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line, your family can harness all that brain power too. And the power of one of America's largest 5G networks so you can do all of that at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll be saving and the knowledge you'll be gaining, just how powerful will you become? 
Switch, switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A32 5G when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or for all phones networks. See BoostMobile.com for details. Without a doubt, he could have been the man on another team, and I think that makes all of more the more of what he did even more impressive. He could have been the everything. He could have been a Tim Duncan for another team. I don't know about the five titles and stuff, but he could have easily led his own team, especially during that NBA that was, I don't want to say bereft of superstars, but right. outside of Kobe, Shaq, and Tim, you know, you had KG yeah. tra- trying to think my way around the league during the, you know, mid-2000s. Uh, as yeah, it was uh, KG. I mean, it was, it was, Tracy McGrady, was, uh, McGrady. Yao Ming. Um, yep. the, it, there wasn't a ton of superstar. Allen Iverson probably was a star. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was a star during that period. Um, you were starting to get uh, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you know, you had Dirk, obviously. Obviously, um, yeah. But Dwayne Wade. So mm-hmm. there there weren't stars everywhere. He could have been somewhere yeah. and been the dude. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the, the Nuggets and the Sixers, during his playing days, they tried to woo him away from San Antonio. Uh, but he he refused. He said he wanted to stay in San Antonio. That's where his roots were. And uh, he definitely made an impact. You look at Mono Ginobili and what he did just overall for the game of basketball. Uh, overall, I mean, how can we not talk about the Euro, the Euro step? I mean, from James Harden openly saying, I patterned my game after Mono Ginobili to mm-hmm. now Mono Ginobili working with the Spurs and being a player development coach, taking Lonnie Walker under his wing. I mean, just the impact on the game of basketball he's had, James. Again, another reason why. His name should be announced as uh, as a candidate for enshrinement later on this year. I mean, there are a few moves that you can closely associate with other people. There's the Jordan turnaround, right? There is yep. the dream shake. There is cream skyhook. There is Alan Irison's crossover. Yeah. TD's bank shot. TD's uh, elbow bank. Yeah. One of those moves that other people copied to try to become as unstoppable unstoppable as that force was Manu's Euro step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that I- wasn't a thing before Manu, and it's changed the way the game is played today. Yep. Uh, Dwayne Wade has openly said that, yeah, you know, he he learned that move from Manu, and you're still seeing it with the Spurs, Kelton Johnson. You know, we know he likes to barrel his head and get to the rim, but he uses the Euro when he does that. Again, Manu Ginobili's influence. Let's not forget, too, of the big three, he was the last of the three to still play because Tony had already left to Charlotte. Duncan had already retired. Manu was still sticking around. 
kind of serving as a player coach. And even then, towards the end of his career, that final year, he was still giving uh, opponents problems. Recall one of the final games he had against Boston, he got the game winner. You had then Boston Celtic Kyrie Irving tell the media, well, that's just what Manu does. I mean, he just had no choice yeah. to say, yeah, that's that's what Manu does. Uh, his influence is still felt around the league. Uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, years ago uh, was shown a picture of Manu Ginobili. And remember this thing, his reaction was, that's one bad man. I mean, that's Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. saying that. So when you get the Mamba tipping the cap towards Manu's way, again, how can he not be enshrined in the basketball Hall of Fame. Do you have a favorite memory of Monica Ginobili, whether it's in Argentina or uh, with the Spurs uniform? Uh, obviously, winning the gold medal, what he did, his, yeah. his reaction upon seizing that gold medal um, is priceless for Manu Ginobili. But uh, all, are there are a couple of moments for Manu that are kind of above and beyond all, all other moments there is the hair flowing oh through long hair manu was a the, beast huh long hair manu was a beast long I mean, hair he... manu was a beast but i'm specifically thinking about him during that finals run where he was just incredible and probably yeah. should have been the mvp that season of the finals um that was uh, their, i guess the pistons yeah. right the 2003 yep. Right, yep. yeah, Pistons, yeah. I, 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 go ahead. The James Harden block. <laughs> oh my goodness, yep. There, that... There's no doubt the craftiness, the veteran smarts that he used to, you know, recover after biting on Harden and still save that game because that felt like a shot that was going to go in the way Harden was playing that game. I, I, I mean, that, that meme, it's now become a meme every time Harden does something dumb on the court or just gets blocked. They always, re, I mean, fans would always go back to that Manu block on him. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, it's when he retired from Argentina, uh, Team Argentina, the emotion that he showed, it, it, it was just a, it was a you, you know, he lost his puppy. I mean, he just could not stop crying. And again, it's not because I'm, you know, oh, that's my favorite moment of him. But just because just to see that passion coming out of him, knowing mm-hmm. that he preferred winning gold medals representing Team Argentina, Argentina, excuse me, than getting NBA titles. What are your thoughts on that? You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't want, need, or just forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will take care of the rest. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I use Truebill. I love it. They save me so much money. You should use it too. Truebill has over 2 million users and it's helped save them over 100 million bucks. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It can save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. 
I mean, do you blame them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would mean more to you? Uh, would it be winning a gold medal or an NBA title? I mean, there's a lot of people that especially like the gold medal has become undervalued because it's expected for the United States. This is a, t- right. a team that was not expected. This is a team that beat whatever iteration was the worst of the dream team. Um, they went in and not only took care, it's like USA winning gold in hockey when they beat the Soviet Union. And everybody remembers mm-hmm. beating the Soviet Union, but that wasn't the gold medal game. That was a semifinal game. The gold medal game was beating Finland in the final. But because of what Russia meant, what the USSR mm-hmm. was back in 80 at Lake Placid, they were, you know, Ivan. Drago. They were yeah. The they were the pinnacle. They were the sport. machine. They're not a machine. They're a man. <laughs> that that's what USA basketball was. Mm. So yes, for other countries, winning a gold in basketball will mean far more than any NBA title ever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and Manu Ginobili. You know uh, what he did for me again on the NBA court with the Spurs uniform. Obviously, the Harden block is up there. The dunk on Bosch in the finals, uh, beast mode, long hair. Monte Ginobili was just insane. Uh, oh, that but twenty fourteen dunk was awesome. Mm. I know, I know. Um, but for me, though, is 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 a moment I would, I, you know, I I rarely talk about. But I think it was early two thousand Spurs at Philadelphia. I'm still, you know, cutting my teeth in this Spurs beat writer media coverage, you know. Oh, world. you're going to go there? I mean, I could have brought up some, some interaction I have with them, too. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Well, go ahead. And I'll let you go first, and I'll save mine for now. I was. I thought you meant on the court with something that, you know, oh, yeah. lives in your head. But, yeah, no, so, I mean. So what's your personal I've, moment? I've got to meet him after multiple finals. Uh, but I remember one training camp being able to go and we went to the facilities and, you know, we're interviewing everybody. And I actually just off to the side was talking to Manu, like nice. no recorder. There was nothing I didn't. And we we're just talking about life. We we're talking about, you know, what it was like back home in Argentina, what his summer was like, what he did over the summer. It was a, it was an awesome moment of just how great and regular Manu really is and how yeah. he can relate to almost anyone. And it mm-hmm. was a cool moment, and I loved it. But, yeah, I thought you meant on the court. Like, I oh, had no, no. I mean, personal yeah. Manu stories that I love, too. <laughs> well, circling back to mine um... – you know, so I'm kind of a rookie in this thing. And, um, you know, the big three were the big three. And, you know, you couldn't just talk to them willy-nilly, you know, post-game. You know, there's certain, you know, decorum. I didn't know that. And I got told that, you know, hey, you can't talk to Manu right now. And uh, Manu saw that. And uh, I think he felt bad because he I think he knew that I didn't know the protocol. So he looks at me, he says, like, hang on, hang on, hang on. And he ties his shoe. And then he looks at me and he goes, 
okay, now you can talk to me. <laughs> uh, we, ch- we chat, um, you know, about the game and, you know, and uh, I, I, I'm, I'm fluent in Spanish. So I, I speak to him in Spanish. So that was kind of a cool thing to do. And after that, you know, I'm kind of lollygagging and trying to find my way out of um, the, the Sixers arena. And I see him and we start walking and we start chatting. And what we're chatting about, about him being mentioned in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I mean, he was just down to talk about that. He had a laugh about it. He said that he knew about it, and he was just—he just got a kick out of it. So yeah, I think I think we all have those uh, personal Monterey Ginobili moments for those lucky enough to meet with him. But yeah, definitely a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. He's going to get in. If not, the poor Vita fan base are going to riot. It's going to be a riot if his name is not called to be enshrined in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Up next is Becky Hammond. This is not her first go around. She has been nominated before. Uh, James hasn't panned mm-hmm. out. Why do you think that is? I mean, it's it's a lot like you know if Manu was going up against that you know Duncan Garnett yeah. Kobe class, he probably wouldn't have gotten in either. I mean, a lot of it is circumstantial, and you look at. M, uh, WNBA great Lindsey Whalen going in as a first-timer in this class, mm-hmm. likely. That's another name that I think could possibly get in in front of Becky, which would push her back another year probably. Um, it's all going to be circumstantial. While she, I do believe she is a Hall of Famer and will end up there, she is going to have to wait for the right moment to where you know she is the top name on that list because they're not taking – you know, two, three, four, five WNBA players and putting them in every year. So, unfortunately, it's going to be the right scenario, and it is for most NBA players. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, Tom Chambers is likely, if if gets in, going to have to wait his turn. I mean, you look at this ballot, and it is Chauncey Billups, a no doubt surefire Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, that, that's the, yeah, probably not a it, sure. It's going to yeah. depend on what the class looks like that year. Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunately the boat that Becky falls into right now, just because there are fewer WNBA players than NBA stars that go in, and that's that's just the the way that that works out. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see. I think she's got a chance, but I yep. do think the fact that Lindsay Whalen is a first timer uh, uh, for this class, it mm-hmm. could bump her back another wow. year having to wait yeah. for the next class. Yeah. Let's go over her career and believe it or not. Yes, it does have some international accomplishments uh, for Becky Hammond, six-time WNBA all-star, two-time WNBA first team, two-time all WNBA second team, uh, part of the WNBA 15th anniversary team. Her spur San Antonio stars Jersey, excuse me, was retired at number 25. It still hangs in the AT&T center for those of you who made their way out there. And she's also a Spanish league champion, uh, so there you go, a little international play. She uh, played with uh, Cheska Moscow in the Olympics. Uh, she definitely has an international career as well. Uh, he pretty much was the face of the New York Liberty and then became the face of the San Antonio Stars. Um, 
And now she's working with the San Antonio Spurs as assistant coach since 2014. That's an impressive resume. And we're just, we just highlighted some of the, the highlights, if you will. We didn't really dive deep. Just, it just I, I think she makes it this time around. I think she does. Those accolades that she's racked up, I think it pushes her. I think it'll be close, James. Yeah, it's absolutely going to be close. Yeah. Um, that's not the question, at least in my opinion. The question becomes, for me, um, are they only taking one? And if so, is she better than Lindsay Whalen in terms oh, yeah, of perception? Yeah. And that's yeah. that's going to be where the line of demarcation is for mm-hmm. Becky Hammond, I believe. So yeah. uh, I don't think it's out of the question that she can get in. I do think that uh, the road is not as cut and dry as it is for, say, Manu Ginobili. And that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's definitely a strong candidate, strong. Um, you know, again, you know, she's inducted into the Colorado Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, she was named the ESPNW's Woman of the Year. Uh, first time ever coaching an NBA team, at least in the Summer League. First female to do that. Uh, Lead mm-hmm. them to the Summer League title in 2015. Uh, she also became the 2016 NBA All-Star Game. She became the first woman to be part of that as far as an All-Star coaching staff. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the list goes on and on of what she's accomplished in her basketball career. And it's only getting better, better and bigger and better with her uh, not shutting the door, James, on a return to the WNBA as a head coach. Uh, and, of course, you know, perhaps down the road, an NBA head coach. What are your thoughts about that when she came out recently with ESPNW saying that, she ain't shutting the door on going back to WNBA and almost felt like she was warning everybody, like, don't be surprised that that's exactly what's going to happen. I mean, that doesn't shock me at all. She's waited her turn. She's paid her dues and she may be tired of waiting. I mean, she's turned down the Florida job in the past. She's turned down other jobs to stay with San Antonio. And um, if we're going to be honest with the entire situation, I'm not sure that the Spurs haven't done her somewhat dirty mm-hmm. because I, I don't know how this plays out, but Pop's always had a bench coach. There's always mm-hmm. been the next chair to him. And he was the uh, the lead assistant. There's always been a lead assistant. Mm-hmm. But when it was finally Becky's turn, after Tori Messina left, it went from being a lead assistant and next up and the next guy to pop to, all right, well, uh, who scouted this game? Yeah, the committee thing. Yeah. And... I get the idea behind it and trying to protect her from the media, I guess, in theory. But man, if I've been working hard for this and I knew <laughs> yeah. it was my turn, give it to me. Yeah. That's that's almost like a slap in the face, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it feels like it on the outside. I don't know what it's like on the inside, obviously. But if if that was me, 
and I'm next in line for anything, and all of a sudden they go to this arbitrary system that had never yeah. been put in place before when it was my yeah. turn, I would be a little bit jaded. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I think when that first time it happened, when Pop got tossed, everybody went to the computers to start saying, Becky made history. Becky made history. She's going to coach. I know that. I had my headline written that I, night. I, 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 yeah, you remember that? And then, like, as the game was going on, everybody started getting confused. Everybody was getting confused. Like, what's going on here? What's going on here? Then, lo and behold, it was, oh, no, it was um, next up by committee. Or, oh, no, it was Tim Duncan. It was, it was the it, it was Timmy because he scouted. I forget the team they were facing, and that's how it happened. But everybody would just, I, I just remember the reaction was just like boom, you know. Oh, Becky's up. Be- I mean, that was the uh, thought process. Becky's up. Here we go. History made, and then it wasn't. Now, and, that eventually, and did if I happen. remember correctly, yeah. that all season was the season that she was in the running to be the head coach at Florida and at her mm-hmm. alma mater. Right. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, and I remember just everybody just knee-jerked. Like, it is. And then now, eventually it did happen. The following season, Pop got ejected, and, you know, he gave the reins to her. So, you know, it did happen eventually. But initially, uh, yeah, that was kind of the reaction to that. But, no, I, I, I hope she gets but in. It still, it still, she got it. But then yeah. there was another game. He got tossed, and it was, you know, Will Hardy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the Will Hardy one. You're right. Yeah, there was that Will Hardy one. And then it was Becky. I think that's how it went down. Um, but, yeah, I hope she makes it. I mean, she's been knocking on that Hall of Fame door for some time now. Multiple nominee just hasn't cracked it yet. But good luck to Manu. Good luck to Becky. Hopefully there will be some uh, some great speeches from both Manu and uh, Becky down the line. Uh, we're chatting with James Pleasure. He's with San Antonio Sports Star and co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger right now. Uh, the Spurs and Lakers hook up later on tonight, James. Uh, dare I say the Spurs go 2-0 in La La Land? Beat the Clippers and perhaps the Lakers tonight? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. The This team, when it plays well, it plays extremely well. And there is that possibility. But they they also lost to a Kings team that was down six players. Yeah. So, I mean, the wildly inconsistent um, production from this team is maddening at times, but at the same time, it's a whole lot of tuning in each game because I don't know what I'm going to get. Yeah. Am I going to and, and I know what I'm going to get out of DeJounte Murray. That's about it. And we've already seen this and year Kelvin Johnson out there. right now. He is busted yeah. out of his early season slump. And and we've seen so far this season that uh, they love winning, but they can't sustain that winning momentum into the next game. Uh, we saw that you know Utah into Sacramento. I believe that's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. You know they win big in Utah, and then they lay an egg against um, uh, the Sacramento. Kings. Hopefully that is yeah. Hopefully that doesn't happen again tonight. Now um, the Lakers, they're just a mess. They are just a mess. And, you know, whether it be an issue with Anthony Davis and can he ever stay healthy? And by the way, no more AD TD comparisons. I think that should be never be allowed again uh, because TD. Yeah. 
<laughs> no. And then you go, is it Westbrook, his issues, you know, meshing with the team? Their older team, LeBron James, has been in and out of the lineup uh, because of he's dealing with his injuries. This is a winnable game for San Antonio, isn't it, James? Absolutely. It is yeah. 100% a winnable game. But then there's the off chance that Russ goes Russ and, and LeBron is healthy and puts up a LeBron performance and the Spurs lose by 10. Like these are, mm. these can both be true because mm-hmm. that's the state of not just this team, but that team as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yes, the Lakers have star power and they can beat anybody on any given night because of that star power, especially when it plays at its upper echelon. Usually that dynamic of those three players works best when one of them's missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and well, there's only one basketball. That's why. And I think that's what the problem <laughs> is. There's too many mouths to be fed. Well, it's too many mouths that need the football yeah. uh, or the basketball. Uh, right. You know, it's, it's not so much that because a lot of people found, find a way to make it work. We've seen the nets find a way to make it work. We see golden state, but there has to be, that star that's like Clay Thompson that can do things without mm-hmm. the basketball. We need you need that one like uh, Steph Curry that's willing to mm-hmm. defer uh, Kevin right. Durant uh, or you know even Kyrie Irving to a, and it's weird to say this but Kyrie Irving to an extent in terms of deferring to James Harden mm-hmm. initiating the offense right. Yeah. Like it, there has to be some selflessness involved and that there doesn't seem to be any with that, with that mixture of talent. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand that the, the person that the basketball's hands needs to be in is LeBron James Absolutely. and let him make that decision. But mm-hmm. Russ doesn't play off the ball very well. And his best role on that team might actually be a Manu Ginobili role in which he strengthens the bench unit Mm -hmm. and leads that team. And maybe he's in the game late with all three of them, but you know, Russ's best possible role within the Lakers might be kind of a Manu Ginobili type role to kind Mm -hmm. of bring this whole thing full circle. But Russ doesn't want to be that and doesn't know how and doesn't and can't. Mm-hmm. And so it leads to issues because the three of them are on the court together and two of them are trying to do the exact same thing in mm-hmm. terms of leading, initiating when only one should, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be the one that is most of the time. Now, before the uh, Lakers and Spurs hook up, the Lakers did have to face the Phoenix Suns uh, the other night. Hopefully Phoenix uh, gave them all they can handle, uh, benefit the Spurs. Uh, but prior to that game versus the Suns and Lakers, the Lakers are on a two-game losing streak. So uh, keep that in mind. Things are not going well for the Lakers right now. For the Spurs, uh, you know, I recently wrote an article at kens5.com slash Spurs. Uh, I spoke to Kelvin Johnson about something that I think is flying under the radar right now, and that is how incredible they are as a team with the assist. Uh, at least at this recording, First in the NBA in assist, uh, nearly 30 a game. You saw 37 assists uh, versus uh, the Clippers in their win. 
Uh, DeJounte Murray having a career season in assists. Derek White doing what he can do. Calvin Johnson have a career uh, season with assists. They're sharing the ball. They got to do that again tonight, uh, or I guess the Lakers, uh, James. Yeah, I mean, this team is operating at its greatest version of itself when there are six, seven, eight players in double figures. DeJounte Murray's got a triple-double. You know, they're shooting over 35% from three as a team. Like, there are certain benchmarks that check them off the list, and Spurs won that game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This is a team yeah. because it is doesn't have superstars like the rest of the league, needs contributions from multiple people down the league and can't yeah. kind of have off nights. And when they have an off night, that's when they fall to a shorthanded Kings team. Yeah. Um, so anything can happen with this team. I expect them to beat this Lakers team, but at the same time, if they shoot, 32% from three, only yeah, they're gonna cut it. 30, only put mm-hmm. up like 31 that night and have five or six players only in double figures, nobody over 20. You can see that being an issue tonight and them losing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep an eye on that scoreboard, Spurs fans. If the Spurs are trailing after the third quarter, this team is winless. They haven't won a game uh, heading That's into the fourth frame when they are down on the scoreboard. So that just tells me this team just simply just can't get out of that hole uh, when it comes <laughs> to money times time. as I've yeah. seen the team like cut leads in the second half and, you know, pull things. Yeah. It is shocking that if they are trailing after the third quarter that this team is winless. Yeah, that's just shocking. Yeah, and they just cannot figure it out if that's their situation. Head into the final frame. So uh, hopefully the Spurs will get that W tonight. But we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Becky Hammond and Mono Ginobili nominated for the Basketball Hall of Fame? Uh, we know Mono Ginobili's a shoe-in, but if you disagree, let us know on Twitter. You can let me know at Jeff G Spurs Ken's Five or, or Jeff G Spurs Zone. I think that's the default now because I can't change my handle or I lose the little blue dot, James. Uh, and hey, that, that uh, yeah, mark, what, do you think, what do you think about that check Spurs? mark is important? Yeah, it's gold, <laughs> very, very important. And what do you think about tonight's Spurs Lakers game? Uh, now before I continue, let's let James uh tell us everything you need to know about what is going on with the SA Sports Star crew and all the wonderful shows you got cooking over there, James. Well, uh, we are on a holiday sabbatical with a whole lot of ball games right now. But uh, Michael Jimenez and I will be live on Sunday out at Twin Peaks for Tim 151, the Westover Hills location, where five to seven we'll be getting you ready for Cowboys Washington on Sunday night football, giving away a bunch of great prizes. And uh, next week, Tuesday, one of the few live shows we have, uh, The Blitz. We'll be live from Mad Dogs down on the Riverwalk as they get ready for this Alamo Bowl pub run. Nice, nice, nice. And make sure to follow James on Twitter at I Am Pledge. By the way, uh, Jimenez invited me to that live show. Uh, I think you were Come on the phone out, with us, man. right? I had to, yeah, yeah. Well, he invited me, and I thought, okay, well, you know, maybe that's when I can go because, you know, halftime is, the, you know, he invited me to the show in person. It's kind of midday, it's kind of tough. But um, 
yeah, I think I might go. And uh, he said he's going to put me on air. So we'll see if he does that. If he doesn't, yeah. then he's really Bring he's it. really not going to he's really not going to share popcorn with me. Anymore. I'll be out there with him that day, so we can just have. I should a, show up with a, a with a, a with, fun a, night. with a bowl of. I should up with a bowl of popcorn and just be sharing with you as I lead up to this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, um, make sure to um, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Uh, you know the rest Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs. Once again, we thank you for making Lockdown Spurs your first listen each and every day. Now, you got the Spurs Lakers, so check out Lockdown Lakers, see what's going on with uh, the Lakers ahead of the game. So, for James Pledger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're putting a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs.